Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. Hi there, Carling here. Whether this is your first episode of this podcast you're listening to, or you're working backwards from the more recent ones, these earliest episodes require a bit of patience, humor, and understanding. These episodes are a time machine back to when I had no idea what I was doing in editing, sound quality, or production. And there were two hosts. We were full of passion, laughter, and a whole lot of trial and error. But here's the thing. These episodes are the essence of my humble beginnings, and I'm hoping that's part of the charm. The raw authenticity that shaped the foundation of this podcast. Although this podcast has evolved and my interview skills and audio quality have vastly improved, the heart and soul of these episodes remain timeless. The stories I shared back then, they still hold significance and are worth hearing. These episodes make me appreciate how far I've come. So thank you in advance for your patience and enjoy. Basically on my back, eating ice cream like in my ear. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it's just like, what on earth? Like, are you are you guys new here? Like, what's happening? <laughs> well, hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> I always feel like we forget to do like a proper like hello. Okay. Hi. Here we are. Okay. Hi. Bye. Um, guys, we're joined today with our friend Jana, who we've nicknamed Rupless um, because she helped us clean out Michelle's house before we moved her. Um, and um, she Jana... threw out everything I own. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You made, some, you made some hard decisions that I think will stand by. Um, you're the reason all the craft supplies are in a locked box. Yeah. Yes. Why well, most so of the craft cool. supplies no longer exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the reason I can't find a towel to save my life. <laughs> There were so many moments, Michelle, where Jana and I would just look at each other. We'd like come across like a bowl full of beads and we just looked at each other and then like one of us would just slowly put it into the garbage. That is a hundred percent true. It was it was very necessary. I, I agree. But like I was telling you guys, my dad came over and was going through the garage and he is like king ruthless. Like he would not keep anything like anything of sentimental value anything that was my husband's that I'm like trying to hold on to and he's like okay well I mean like why and I'm like well I don't know dad like I was married to the guy like come on <laughs> might be nice to keep a few things right or like give it to my kids when they're old enough like yeah. he would just get rid of everything oh my gosh yeah but anyway so funny well it takes all sorts and that's why but you know Sorry, I would just have to say, you know what's ironic about that is that he still has um, a bag of hair from his first haircut 
and his baby teeth. Ew. <laughs> like, he still has those things, and he was trying to get me to get rid of, like, my husband's pool cues. And, like, he played pool all the time, right? So, I'm like, no. <laughs> like, it's crazy and gross. Oh. Um, sorry. Side note, I just read a message that we were just at the dog private dog park with our friends, and they found a tick on one of their on their dog's ear. Uh oh. Oh, that's fun. Tick check. Did you read it, Melinda? Oh. Tick yeah. check. I'm gonna check you for ticks. Have you guys heard that song? Like old country song? No. Anybody? Hello. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Just looking for a tech update. I, well, no, it's going to take time. But did you hear me singing? Do you know what song I'm talking about? We didn't hear you sing. Oh, I said, I'm going to check you for ticks. Hello? You cut out again. Oh, no. It doesn't want me singing. Carlin, God damn it. Be professional. <laughs> yeah, I hear nothing from her. Well, she's like faded her recording lines are faded oh yeah so anyways i'm here with jana <laughs> i guess we'll just continue alone <laughs> <laughs> how have you been oh pretty good how about you i've been okay yeah that's the same with me just okay very I'm much surviving. like that i'm okay like, up <laughs> like, like i know you're not really but like <laughs> like you're alive and you're breathing well like and it's like do we really want to get into it probably not right so let's just say we're fine <laughs> we're perfect it's all good uh, oh she's working on it all right well we're just chatting without her um i guess i shouldn't ask you anything about massage <laughs> And now we'll have to wait. No. So what are these color changing cups? Tell me more. Oh, yeah. They're like the Starbucks ones. Um, and they sell out like crazy fast. I think they had them last year, too. And so they're just the um, disposable. Well, no, the reusable plastic cups with the lids and the straws. You get like five of them. Okay. But when you put cold like ice or coffee or whatever into them they change mm -hmm. color Ooh, fancy it's very fancy and they sell it really fast so i i called the okachokes one and they said that they were going to have them on um when was it i don't even know what day it was like wednesday i think mm -hmm. and i went there at eight and they had sold out at seven. Oh my gosh seriously yeah and like all the other starbucks were sold out but then a friend of mine was at the Ogden I don't know if she was there or if she had called the Ogden Safeway mm -hmm. and they had some so they put them on hold for me and she went and grabbed them and Sweet. her sister lives in Okotoke so she uh drove them out to me awesome. I'm like it's probably a really stupid thing to be like excited about but I have very little going on in my life so <laughs> no I'd be really excited too <laughs> I just a little things well and I have I've always had like a cup mug you know addiction like not you no <laughs> i find that so hard to believe it's funny because i'm the only one that drinks coffee in my house obviously because i'm not giving my kids coffee but yeah i have like 50 mugs but i don't know it's okay i have a lot of mugs too that's one thing i do have quite a few of i know it's just a thing right like and they make them so freaking cute that you can't really i know and i mean i use my reusable cups all the time like daily I'm, yeah i'm always using them so 
Well, it's a good purchase then. You know, saving the environment. <laughs> one, one totally. Yeah, so we're doing a Patreon. Yes. Where we um we're gonna do like a we're gonna do a bunch of different things, but the first thing we're doing is we're each watching like a investigation discovery show and then talking about it. Okay. So I watched this show last night called Deadly Dentist. Oh god. <laughs> I know. At first I was gonna try to watch what was it now? One I don't know, it was like uh something about spouses or deadly dates or like mur I don't know. Anyways, but I <laughs> I canceled that one and I put it on this dentist one and I like have you seen ID shows like I think I have. I mean, so familiar. some of them are good. Some of them are like incredibly cheesy. The acting is terrible. The reenactments are terrible. Yes. That was one of those ones. It was like um it was all about a dentist, right? Okay. Obviously. Um but it showed so much dental work. Like I I couldn't even handle it. It was like literally like drills and bloody teeth and like swab. I'm like, what? Like why? Yeah. Like no. yet he's a dentist. We don't need to literally see like. Ew, that's gross. I wouldn't want to watch that either. <laughs> no, it was super gross. Um. So yeah, so we're gonna chat about that, and I think Carling watched an episode of Disappeared. What? What's that? I've never even heard of that. It's I, it's like literally just episodes about people who have disappeared and them trying to like find them, but they oh. never do. Which is annoying. Like, those ones don't ever have any resolution. I know. It drives me crazy. I hate ones like that. I know. At least Dateline, most of the time, has a resolution. Yeah. <laughs> the odd one sure. not. But. Yeah. I'm wondering if we should just close. Oh, no. Maybe not. She's trying to do something here. What is she trying to do? You better get it together. We're not a very unprofessional. <laughs> It's so funny because I started singing and then you guys literally said nothing. And I was like, guys, don't you know that song? Isn't it funny? And then I was like, hello? You're like, yeah, we can hear you. And I was like, oh. Like, never mind. And then and then I could hear only Jana talking, but I knew Michelle was talking because she was Jana was like, Yeah, oh my God, really? Oh, ha ha, ha yeah, me too. And I was like, what? What are they saying? What am I missing? <laughs> it was like the most oh, FOMO God. moment of my life. Um, our internet went down. And so you guys kept recording, but um, I think maybe I your singing broke the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. Because you sang and you were like, did you hear that? And oh, we're like, my. no. And then you tried to sing again and it, you cut out again. And I'm like, uh, clearly we're not meant to hear this song. Oh no. Well, there goes my hopes of a singing podcast I was gonna launch next. Oh god damn it. Oh no. <laughs> she she broke what the hell, again. hey? <laughs> oh my god. Carling, oh my god. What the hell? It's just not meant to be. <laughs> Are you there? Oh my god. Oh my gosh. We can't we like heard you for two seconds and you're this gone. This never happens, honestly. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> so, hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Third time's a charm. If this intro doesn't sound as enthusiastic, it's because <laughs> we've been trying to record for 40 minutes now, and my internet keeps cutting out. Yeah, we're going to... We're going to have to get some free TELUS internet. Tell us if you're listening. <laughs> Just tell us in general if you're listening. <laughs> you are now sponsoring this episode. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All, All right. right. So, you're so back. We're, well, I'm back. Hopefully I don't leave again. Um, we had so many good little conversations and quips and everything while you were. And now I'm using my. Back. I'm using my less good microphone. Okay. I can tell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, every- <laughs> so everybody, we're joined by Jana, who's apparently very sassy today. Um, although I guess you're always sassy. I know we've already told the story, but we call her ruthless because she is ruthless. Just in general. <laughs> no, in <reason>. general. <laughs> yeah, every time I left the house, I'd come back and there would be like two new garbage bags filled with stuff that I wasn't allowed to like look at. Yeah, we're like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It it's made me fine. feel like I was on an episode of Hoarders, but like my house wasn't <laughs> not that bad. But like, you know, no, when but- Hoarders, when they start like sneakily throwing stuff away because the person is not letting things go. Yeah. That's what you guys were doing. Totally. But it was... I think it was more so for your kids. Like, like Jan is the reason that all the craft supplies are now locked away. Yeah. And like, we would just find bowls of beads around the house, like random. <laughs> and we would just look at each other. And by the end, we didn't even have to say anything. One of us would just like pick it up and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> all the markers gone. Stickers yeah. gone. <laughs> Um, speaking of stickers, Michelle, do you want to talk to us a little bit about how Jude got his hand on all of those stickers oh and gosh. put them all of your door? Yeah. You know, that was a real, um, that was a real, like, lesser of two evils kind of moment in my head. He found them. Um, where were they? I think they were in a bin in my closet or something. Um, but he got a hold of them and he was very excited about it. And, started putting them on the garage door and I was just kind of like, okay, but don't put them anywhere else. So that was me. That was me being like, okay, this is going to occupy you and keep you happy for a little while. And it'll be easy to come off the garage door. Just like, don't put them on the walls. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One you got to pick your battles. Well, yeah. And I don't know. Like it's to me, that wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, if he had a Sharpie and was drawing everywhere, then of course I would. Not like that time that he <laughs> that he accidentally used a permanent marker on your hardwood floors. On yeah, the floors. I don't know if that's ever happened to you when you like have a marker in your hand, a sharpie, and then you just like accidentally start scribbling all over the floor, <laughs> the hardwood. But... Like the fact that he's clever enough to be like, I don't yeah. know, I just accidentally did yeah. it. I mean, it happens, I guess. But uh, but yeah, then my eleven year old told me that you can get it out with toothpaste, and it totally worked. Like sharpie off of a hardwood floor put toothpaste on top of it let it sit for a little bit wiped it away and it was gone wow that's incredible yeah. huh um so guys i'm sorry that i missed all of your conversation while i was trying to sort out my internet we were just talking about starbucks cups it's okay <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Michelle, did you get your problems? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you get your color changing mugs from Starbucks? My reusable color changing cups. Yes, I did. Uh, my friend dropped them off this morning. Are they amazing? They are. I love them. They're so cute. I used a red one and it changed blue when I put in like the ice and the cold coffee. It's so funny. Like you were so excited about it. Like everybody, they're selling out. People are phoning around. And I just, the whole time I was like, I don't get it. I like. That's what I was saying to her. I'm like, it's such a silly thing to be excited about, but I have very little going on in my life. And (laughs) it's just one of those things that I like. And I mean, I use those cups all the time, right? It's not like, yeah, that's what I drink all my all my drinks out of so you know all your vodka pineapple juices <laughs> uh yeah vodka pineapple orange grenadine Ooh, wow. that sounds good it is so good but i only have like i think i've only had like three of those in the past month yeah. water and ice or iced coffee yeah that is the way to do it yep um jana thanks so much for joining us today yeah this is your (laughs) you're like i'm over this get your your tech issues sorted out (laughs) um jana has already been on our podcast but we have not released her episode yet um but you were on talking about how you got a cornea transplant yes um and because of that i have now filled out my tissue and organ donor card good Yeah, so um, I'm excited for when we do launch that. Um, that was episode. a really good, informative episode for sure. Yes, that's my hope. That's yeah, why I do it. And then um, we thought it was going to be we should interview you again, like with all this like COVID stuff, because you are also a massage therapist. Yes, I am. Um, not to be confused with what do they call that? Like a rub down practitioner. A masseuse. <laughs> a masseuse. <laughs> I am not a masseuse. I am a registered massage therapist. There is no happy endings. No happy endings. No. <laughs> um, what did you you said one time? They don't call it happy endings, but people will call and ask. Um a oh. full release. Ugh. Right. They'll ask if you do a full release massage and that's like yes. key. <laughs> that, that's the key word. <laughs> oh my God. I live just down the street from a massage parlor. Oh. Um, and yeah, anyway, I've seen some questionable individuals go in there. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Th- that reminds me like the phone call that you would get if someone asked for a full release. When I worked at Walmart, I was like, it's not, okay, well, it's not that gross, but well, I know it's pretty gross, but it's awful. It's so bad. I worked at Walmart and, um, this guy would call, I worked in the cosmetics department and he would call and say that his daughter wanted toenail polish and he would start asking all about toenail polish and the different colors. And then he would start asking, um, how people have their toenails if they're long if they're short if they curl over their toes like he was obviously like a foot fetish guy oh my god that's so weird he would call and like you couldn't get off the phone with him he would keep asking questions over and over and he'd be like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh 
He was giving himself a full release while you talked about your toes. God, it was so. He would ask, like, you know, how long are your toenails? And, like, it was, oh, it was unbelievable. Oh, my God. I remember you telling me that, like, after work one day, and I was just (sighs) mortified. Like, and I would have been, like, I don't even remember. I think, like, yeah, like almost out of high school, but young. Yeah traumatized and and he would call like the other ladies too like he would call all the time and we got to the point where we felt like he was calling from inside the store like at a payphone because what he would only call if you were alone in the department oh that's so weird yeah it was super creepy super creepy i hate that i know i know yeah that's terrible Moving on. Um, But um, the Alberta government announced like over the last couple of weeks that they're reopening the province and, um, and massage therapy is, is it in stage one or stage two of the reopening? Stage two. So it's stage two and you had sort of sent us a message being like, wow, guys, like here's what it's going to be like. And I thought it was like uh, interesting enough that we should have you on to chat about it? Yes. So when, when the pandemic hit, I remember, um, making TikToks with you and you <laughs> saying, <laughs> and you saying like, oh no, I don't think we're going to have to stop working. Like, like it didn't seem that bad. And then like a day or two later you were like, oh yeah, no, we're closing down. Yeah. Um, because the, is it like, I don't know, the national massage board of Canada? Or there's, something? well, no, we don't have that. Um, there's a few different massage associations um, that you have to be a part of. If you are a registered massage therapist, you have to pick one. So my association, they sent out an email saying everybody had to shut down. Wow. And so, so that was good. Like be, especially because like the little town that you live in was really hard hit with COVID. Yes. Um, and didn't you say your neighbors had it or something? Yes. Both of my neighbors on both oh. sides had it. Yeah. So like probably best just to like shut it down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like how, how are you feeling knowing that, like, do you feel like it's too early? Do you think like, oh, it's about time? I don't think it's too early. I think that it's probably because we our earliest date is going to be June 19th that we can work. Okay. Um, And I think by then everything should be better, but that doesn't make me feel any better about it. Like, I don't know if I feel ready to go back, but I know lots of other people feel like, yeah, it's time. Um, I don't know. I go back and forth about it because like I, sometimes I let the fear take over and I really don't want to go back but then I have to just calm myself down and think, okay, but we're going to have all this protection. And these are the questions we're asking. Like, chances are it's going to be fine. So I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it, really. And so what are some, like, what are going to be the new measures that you've been told have to be implemented in order to operate as a massage therapist? Okay, that is a loaded question because <laughs> they... They literally sent a 19-page document. Oh, my God. Everybody settle in. Get yourself a drink. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to read every page. (laughs) 
This is the silly thing, though. They've already backtracked and changed it from the first time they sent it out. So, I mean, most of the things are still in place, but there's a couple that they've, like, loosened up a little bit. Oh, wow. So the main points are that we have to wear eye goggles and a mask and an apron or a lab coat, and we have to change that um, in between each client and then basically getting rid of everything in the room that somebody can touch it's just everything's yeah. out um we so like all those nice like diffusers and the like table with the I'm, lamp on it I mean we'll I'll have to see but from the sounds of it I it sounds like they're recommending maybe take as much as you can out like decorative things just get yeah. rid of um yeah and then they want you to have an open garbage can, which I mean, that's fine, just so nobody's touching it. So it's already open. Um, And then they want you to get a bin for people to put their clothes in. So then you can wipe it down after. So they don't put their clothes on the chair or on the floor like most people do. Right. Yeah. So they put it in this specific bin that you can bleach after. And... That's intense. And then of course, like you're like the regular cleaning that we usually do, except times it by like 10. So usually, I mean, we'd wipe down the table, wipe down the headrest, of course, like all that kind of stuff. But now it's like, now you're going to wipe down the legs on the massage table. What? All four legs and just basically everything in the room. Like you're wiping Mm -hmm. down everything. It's crazy they said that they're estimating it will take about a half an hour to clean in between clients wow Wow. and what would it normally take 10 minutes oh wow (laughs) yeah and And to wear gloves no i don't have to wear gloves which is that would impede any massaging for sure it it wouldn't be nice like for the person getting the massage yeah and then it would just I don't know. It wouldn't, I don't know. It wouldn't feel right. That's for sure. I know that. But if, so if you're wearing an apron, like sometimes massage therapists use like their elbow. Yes. So can you use your elbow? Do you need? I can. I'll have to, I mean, I could roll up my sleeves or whatever. That's right. That's all fine. Yeah. You you know, you know, on that episode of friends when Ross massages Phoebe's uh, client with like, and he uses wooden spoons and uh, <laughs> yes. train track or trains and everything. You could do that. You could have like a totally. A you know what? Some massage therapists do do that all the time. I don't use any tools though. I just use my hands. Your hands but, are your tools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. And, and <laughs> do the clients have to wear masks or? Okay, so that's where they have loosened up a little bit. Originally, they told us that the client would have to wear a mask from the moment they walked in, and then they would also have to wear eye goggles as well. But now they've said that for the client, it's optional. Oh, okay. So it's just us that have to wear everything. And, And do you do temperature checks with the clients? I'm not sure if where I work, we're going to be doing that. But they said that that is also optional. Now, originally, they said it's mandatory. But now they're saying you can if you want to. Okay. But we have every time you come for a massage, 
you are going to have, I think there's two pieces of paper that you're going to have to fill out every single time you come. Wow. And it's crazy because we have to keep these papers on file for, I think it's seven years. Don't quote me on that though, but I believe it's about seven years. And so if you think about all the people that are going to come through and how many pieces of paper we're going to have to be storing for those people. I mean, that's wild. That is so much paperwork. And most of our stuff was paperless and now it can't be. So, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a huge adjustment. And then why can't it be digital? I don't know. The association oh. said that they were going to try and work on it. I don't know what that means. But as for now, they are saying, no, you have to print them and you have to keep them. Wow. So, wow. And then, of course, like we're, we're going to have to be calling people 24 hours before asking them all these questions on the phone. And then if they have this is the tricky part. So our association is saying you have to ask them if they have all the symptoms. So like one of the symptoms is, do you have a headache? Well, most people that come to get a massage do have a headache and that's why they're coming for a massage, but it's also mm-hmm. a symptom of COVID. And right. this is the tricky part is that our association is saying that because we are not doctors, we cannot decide if it's a headache because of COVID or if it's a headache because of like, um, like muscle tension. And so if they say that they have a headache, then they cannot come. And we don't get to decide because we're not doctors and it's out of our scope of practice. So then you are going to have people lying about their symptoms, which that's not good either, because then you're putting yourself at risk. So I don't know what they're going to do. It's such a hard spot to be in. Like, like it boggles my mind. I have no idea how this is going to go. That's going to be so interesting. Like I've gotten massages from you before because you're amazing. Um, And (laughs) when you do your massage, you have, um, you have sheets, right? Like that you cover the bed with and cover the person with. So now are you going to have to have a brand new set of sheets for every person? Would you have to use disposable sheets? Like just the equipment alone that you're going to have to kind of have on hand all the time seems so, um, I don't know, cumbersome. I mean, like, usually we change the sheets in between every client. Well, yeah. However, (laughs) however, now they are saying we have to have, uh, like, a plastic sheet over the massage table and then the regular um, sheet on top. So, like, basically, like, double sheets. But the bottom has to be, like, a plastic sheet. So that's a little bit different. And it's just... I don't know. They're saying that because of the heating pad or like any padding, like fabric padding to make the table more comfortable, that they want it protected with the plastic sheet so you can spray that down better. Right, right. Oh, wow. And then, of course, like there's no waiting room. So what I think we're going to be telling people is don't come for your appointment until it's like five minutes before your appointment time. And then you can come in, but we'll probably have like the door locked at all times. And then we'll let each person in one at a time. So right, there's right. no one like passing anybody. Can it's... you guys hear me? Yep. Yes. <laughs> so 
I was laughing so hard because I could hear Jana saying about the plastic sheet. And at first I just thought you meant like they would have to lay on a plastic sheet. And I was like, I get so sweaty. I would be like. (laughs) That is where I would draw my line. No. (laughs) Yeah. But speaking Uh, of sweaty, that's another one of my things that I'm worried about is because massage is very like physical and I do sweat normally when I am working and Mm -hmm. so I'm just thinking about like summertime is usually not so enjoyable because it's already hot and then plus massaging like it's physical and you start sweating whatever but now we also have all these fun extra layers we have to deal with and I, I went to Costco last week And I wore my face mask for the very first time. And I thought I was not going to make it out of there because it (laughs) felt like I couldn't breathe. I was so out of breath. It was ridiculous. And in my mind, all I was thinking is how in the world am I going to work with this face mask on? Like it is going to be tough. Like it's going to be a really hard adjustment. I went to Costco this week and I wore my face mask and I... It was the same thing. I was so hot. I felt yes. like my face was like beet red. Um, yes. I started getting really shaky because I was also hungry. So it was like heat, hunger. I'm like, I'm going to pass out. And then and then it's just like people in Costco that are awful, right? Like yes. uh, I was paying and this old man, like you're supposed to stay back and not come near like when someone's paying, right? <laughs> yes. He literally came up and stood right beside me. Oh my gosh. And I looked at him like, what are you doing? And then as I'm walking out of Costco, there's a woman basically on my back eating ice cream, like in my ear. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and it's just like, what on earth? Like, are you, are you guys new here? Like what's happening? <laughs> I'm surprised how many people are not wearing masks. Like, yeah. And, and what it does is it makes me like, I feel like I'm okay breathing. I don't feel too claustrophobic. I think it helps me avoid touching my face because it reminds me, mm-hmm. but I feel like a bit of an idiot. Like, I feel like everybody's staring at me like, yeah. like, who's this person wearing a mask? Well, and it feels like people think that you're buying into the, the fear and you're buying into something that's not true because there's so much mixed research about the masks. Right. But the way that I look at it and the way that I've seen a lot of other people try to look at it is I'm not just protecting myself. I'm protecting the cashier that works. Yeah. There. You know what I mean? Like I'm walking into your store and I am being served by you and I am trying to protect you as well as myself. But yeah, it does feel like there were a lot of people in Costco wearing masks and all the workers were wearing masks, but it did feel like everyone was looking at me like, what is this chick doing? Yeah. I thought it was funny because everyone that I saw that was wearing a mask were people our age and younger. And the people oh who were trying to protect, like the older people, yeah. none yes. of them were wearing masks. None of them were physically distancing. I was trying to like get around them in the freezer section and they would just step like right up beside me. Same mm-hmm. thing as you, Michelle, like right up behind me, ready to get in the freezer right after I'm done. And I'm like, you need to back yeah. off. Like yeah. you are oh, the my Lord. You are the group that we're trying to protect. And here you are not following any of the rules. You're not wearing yeah. a face mask. Like, come on. Yeah. 
the Safeway by my house, um, there's somebody standing there. They have a a hand-washing station, but they also have somebody just handing out like disinfectant if you'd just rather spray your hands with that. And this older gentleman walked in pushing a cart, not wearing a mask. And the worker was like, oh, can I offer you some hand sanitizer? And he's like, no, thanks. And he just walked in. (laughs) And I was like, sir, like they want you to sanitize for their own protection as much as yours. Yeah. Yeah. And now everything he touches, who knows what's on it because it's not like he disinfected his hands. Yeah. I know it's not a big deal. Just take it and move on. Doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. It it seems like, um, you know, in your profession, massage is supposed to be, you know, a time where you're going to relax or to relieve pain or pressure, things like that. And now it seems like it's going to be very, um, it just feel more medical and feel a little bit. Yes. Very sterile and not, I, I worry that it's not going to be like as inviting and like how I want it to be. It's just going to be so different. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that it can still be like the when I massage people, like I get to know them and like the more they come and see me, like I feel like I am close to a lot of my clients and I feel like I would consider them friends. And I just worry with all these extra measures, like wearing face masks, like we're not going to talk as much. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of worry about that part too. Like, is it going to be the same or is it going to be more just, yeah, like medical and sterile or like hospital-like, I guess. Yeah. Well, and then I think that you're going to run into people too who think you're probably, and obviously you're following guidelines that you're, you're being given. Yes. Um, but they're probably going to feel like, oh, this is overboard. This is not oh, like yeah. I shouldn't have to do this. Right. So there's going to be sure. pushback, which will be really frustrating too. I hope not, but I could see, I'm sure some people will make comments, but I mean, it's literally not up to us. And if we don't yeah. follow the rules, we could lose our massage license forever. So yeah, I'm not willing to risk that. So I'm just going to do what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and is it sort of um are they saying this is just indefinite like this is just for now this is just until you know like there's at least hope that maybe it'll go back more towards they, the way it was no they what they are saying is like this is the way like period really? <laughs> like they're not saying they have never said anything yet about anything being temporary which I this is just my opinion I feel like this will forever be changed like I could see the face masks staying forever I mean some people would maybe disagree with that but I would not be surprised if the face masks for sure were like a forever thing yeah 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 it's so interesting because uh, like we've referenced before, thinking about 9-11, like it was unfathomable before that, that somebody would ask me to take my shoes and belt off going through security yeah, um, or like not being able to bring liquids through. And now it's just such commonplace. Like I think there's just going to be things now going forward that are just commonplace, like wearing masks yeah, yeah. Um, with some industries and yeah. And even like the hand sanitizer at all the grocery stores available everywhere. I feel like that probably will stay for a a long time or forever too. Don't you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. 
I can't see them really being like, okay, let's take these all away now. Like, why? Yeah. You know, like, it's a good thing to have those things there. Yeah. But do you guys remember when SARS, like, I think it would have been like, I don't know, 2005, 2007, something like that. It was I 2003, think it was like- actually. And I only remember that because that was the year I graduated and we were going on a trip to Europe and we had to stop through Toronto and everyone was wearing masks. Oh, but okay. Maybe it's not SARS then. Maybe it was the swine flu. Okay. It was, I just know because I, yeah, I was working like in an office and I remember like all the, that's when all the major like hand sanitizing stations were starting to come out and they seem to kind of dwindle a little bit and now they're kind of ramping up again. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I worked at the bank, we would have um, like the touchless hand sanitizers, the towers everywhere. Um, and that was probably right around the same time. I mean, I was going to make a joke and say I'm too young to remember SARS, but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not. So, yeah, there was always a lot of like touchless hand sanitizers. And now, I mean, going back to work at the bank, we didn't have those anymore. We would have the little hand sanitizer bottles beside our wickets and maybe one on the desk so that the clients could use it. But there were no more of the... Um, touchless sanitizers which I thought was interesting because I mean money is dirty and you know all that kind of stuff right but now that this is going on we have we don't have the touchless ones we still have we have way more pumps we have wipes we have all those things right but um it is interesting that there were so many of them and yeah it did kind of dwindle away yeah it's yeah it's so I don't know the whole thing is so interesting to me um and it feels some days I think it feels way too soon that we're putting things back. And I like, it makes me wonder if the cost of service is going to go up everywhere. Like is a massage going to cost more money now? Because instead of taking, you know, however many clients a day, mm-hmm. you can only take half that amount because of the amount of disinfecting and cleaning and protocol that now has to happen. So in order for you to make a living, is the cost going to go up? In my personal opinion, I think that it should. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. However, the general consensus is that no, because lots of people are saying that's taking advantage of people. But at what? the same time, like, they're because they're saying, oh, if you raise your prices just because of this, you're taking advantage of people when um, people already have lost their jobs. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, yeah, but I am not making as much because I don't have as much time because I only get paid when I massage. If I'm only there, yeah. if I'm there for like five hours and I only do one massage, I'm only getting paid for one hour. So yeah. people, I think, forget about that. But my, even my hairdresser, she said that she'll be supplying a mask for you and that there's certain protocols for like cleaning and stuff that she has to do extra. And so she's going to be charging, I think it's like five or $10 more onto your service. And I thought, well, that's reasonable. Like she has to pay for all this extra stuff. I mean, that's fine. But I just thought it was interesting on our massage association group, that question came up and everybody was adamant, like, no, we're not changing the prices because um, people are going to frown upon that, but I, yeah. I kind of disagree. I don't know, but I feel like yeah, I'm I the only the, one. I think I it, I would expect that prices for services like that would go up. Um, you know, even thinking about like restaurants, how, how can they maintain, you know, paying their staff minimum wage 
if mm-hmm. they can only be at 50% capacity. Like that's just not exactly. a sustainable business model. No. Um, and if that's maybe going to be the next year or two or permanent, you know, I think we're yeah. going to see a real increase in just price of services. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of places I've seen have, have talked about having a, a COVID surcharge on top of things, because like you guys are saying, there is going to have to be, you know, more money spent on personal protective equipment. There's going to be less business. Um, yeah. Less time to have business during a, during the day, if you have to increase your cleaning time and all that. So it makes sense. I mean, but I can see why people are frustrated because, you know, I'm, I'm not this way. I'm not into, I don't know. Like I kind of trust doctors. I, not that I trust the government, but you know what I mean? A lot of people distrust everything. Yeah. They feel like this is just another way to control another way to get money out of us. You know, I, I was telling you, Carling, that I made the mistake of reading the comment section of um, a post where they were saying that Justin Trudeau requests that every or recommends that everyone wears masks. And the comments were just ridiculous. You know, like, you can't force us to do anything. Now, next, you're going to make us wear a hijab. Like, oh, my all of this just wow. like God. ignorant, ridiculous things. So I think that that's just another aspect of like, this is now going to be another way to control us, another way to get money from us, another way to get taxes. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, but I, I, I completely understand the need to, to raise prices because of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh my God. I can't believe somebody said like, Oh yeah. Oh, people. uh, I, I know I should never read the comments. No, I know, but some, sometimes you just like, I do it too. I'll like, I'll be like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then I click it and I'm like, I'll just read a couple of them. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm 300 then, comments deep. And your faith in humanity is just gone. Like <laughs> gone. It's crazy. I posted something on Facebook today because I came across it and I was like, this is for everyone on my Facebook who thinks they know everything. And it says, yes. you learn nothing from life if you think you are right all the time. And I'm like, yes. that is like 90% of the people on my Facebook right now. It's driving me insane. I yeah. just like, what is the point of arguing about face masks? You do you, I'll yeah. do me. Let's yeah. move on with life. Like, why yeah. do you care if I wear a face mask or not? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, mind your own business. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I th- yeah, like I said, it just, it, it makes it feel like if someone's looking at you or judging you for wearing a mask, it's because they think that you are buying into the fear and you're buying into the conspiracy or whatever, when it's really like, no, you know, I'm, a, I'm a single mother of five and I need to go into public places to, you know, provide for my family and get them groceries. And I don't want to bring COVID home with me. So I'm going to wear a mask. And I also want to protect the people who are putting their lives on the line to work for, you know, the public. So just like, totally. leave me alone and let me wear a mask and, and keep your opinion to yourself. Yeah. I went through, I've been wearing a mask if I go through like Starbucks drive through mm-hmm. um, again, because like, I don't want to breathe your air and I know you're all wearing masks, but like, I also don't yeah. want my air infiltrating, you know, your Starbucks. Yeah. Um, but I actually had like a couple baristas, like, thank me for wearing a mask. Um, yeah. Because if nothing else, it just kind of shows that like, Hey, I respect that you're working in a pretty high risk 
job right now. Yeah. Um, and you know, for my overpriced Americano <laughs> and I very much appreciate it. <laughs> Cause without you, I would be nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I wonder, like, do you think you guys are going to go to like restaurants? Like what are the things opening up already? Like restaurants, bars, I think hair salons are not until next, until phase two. Oh, no. Right? No, nope. hair salons here. are open. Yeah. Oh, where, yeah. Where we are, hair salons are open. Yeah. Okay. And like, I don't know. Are you like, are you diving in to get a haircut? Are you going to a restaurant? I'm not like racing to get a haircut, but like eventually once she has some openings, I mm-hmm. do need to get my haircut. I haven't had one since November, but yeah, like I'm not going to race there. And then restaurants, no, there's no, there's no need for it. I don't need to. We order food, like takeout yeah. a lot, and I'm fine with that. But I don't need to go and sit in a restaurant. It's just, I'm not interested in that yet. I know it. Yeah, it feels too risky. Like, yeah. like I can't think of why. You know, even I was thinking about like, oh, when movie theaters open, but I still feel like, why, guys? Like, why are we? Yeah, um, it seems frivolous or something. It doesn't seem necessary yeah. anymore. I feel the same way. I mean, I and and plus the time that we're living in, do we really need to go to a mall? Like, no. I mean, the three of us are pretty big online shoppers, right? Like, yeah. Um, I I don't go to a mall ever, even when there isn't a pandemic, right? So the thought of walking into a mall just for fun, when you know there's this going on. I, that just does not appeal to me at all. And, um, I know people say like, well, support local and go to your stores. You can still do that. You know, like there's so many bits, small businesses in the town that I'm living in. And, and even in, in the bigger cities where you can do curbside pickup, you can order online and pick it up. You can still support local without having to go into the store and shop among other people and touch the things that other people have touched. Like I am not a paranoid person. I'm not like a germaphobe, but if it's not necessary, why do it? You know, why, why take the risk? Yeah, I and agree. I don't, I don't need to go to a restaurant. I mean, I'm not going to go to a restaurant with my five children. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, I'm going to go to a restaurant with my five kids and I'm going to get coronavirus at the same time. Like, yeah. Worst idea ever, so. And um, I think, yeah, I, I don't think I would have been like the opposite of a germaphobe pre COVID. Like, I don't know, like, you know how like at restaurants they'll like put a lemon wedge and they say like, Oh, you shouldn't drop your lemon wedge. Yeah. Into your Cause it's dirty. I'd always be like, eh, like, you know, what's going to kill me. <laughs> and now, <laughs> yeah, YOLO putting the lemon in my water. Um, but now like I just, everything I see, even when I watch TV shows and movies, like obviously they were all filmed before COVID, but all I see now is like how closely people talk, how many yeah. services are being touched, how often people are just like putting things in their mouth. Yeah. So I think, I think I'm more likely to come out of this as way more of a germaphobe than I went into it. I yeah, agree. I agree. But- yeah. It is funny to watch shows now when everyone's hanging out and or they're all at a movie and it's like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> Yeah, I've like oh my God, times. four times. <laughs> <laughs> and it does really it was it was like the week before they shut everything down that like the three of us and Lena and Lindy went out for your birthday, Michelle. Yes. 
And like, we went to like a dirty crowded bar <laughs> and we all shared some food and I think we all tasted each other's drinks and yeah. Yeah. Like, no big deal. Like, we sat at a table that hadn't been wiped and we're like, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, it was, it was just, yeah, we were just living like lunatics. <laughs> And that, yeah, that was not that long ago. No, it wasn't. Oh, it's- well, guys, thanks for listening to today's episode. <laughs> Normally, Michelle and I do like an intro and an outro, but I think this is kind of an intro outro yeah. episode all in one. Like we all just yeah. kind of like chit chatted, and um, I don't know, Michelle, do you think we need to do an intro and an outro separately? Um, no. I don't think so. Jana, you just get to hear us talk about, um, hey, Michelle and Jana, where where can people find us on social media? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at I did not sign up for this dot podcast and on Facebook at I did not sign up for this. Um, And guys, we're launching our, well, I mean, I guess we kind of already launched our Patreon unintentionally. Yeah. Um, I was in there like just kind of like building up tiers and, and like playing around with what benefits each level would get. And I, I don't know if I did, maybe I had to click a button saying, make it live, but I don't remember doing that. Um, but now we have our very first patron member and hey. their name is Michelle. So, Hey girl. Hey girl. It's not, me. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, so head on over to our Patreon. Um, you can find us at, what is it? Patreon.com. I, I did, did not, not sign up for this. We don't even and, know. I, mean, I, I would recommend, Carling, don't drink in Patreon because maybe <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's what happened. Um, but we're going to record our first bonus episode tonight. So yeah. um, very soon we'll have some content for that to give you guys some extra stuff. A little bit of extra Michelle and Carlin, because who doesn't want that? <laughs> that's what the world needs. <laughs> Jana's lost it. She's like, no, thanks. No, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, well, ladies and everybody, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day with your kids. Oh, you enjoy your day, too. We have to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> have a day, whatever that looks like. Have a day. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.